Hello, readers and everyone listening, and welcome to the Flat Cap Recap Season 2. We're so glad to be back. And tonight, I have two special guests with me. We're going to do this season a little bit differently. I may have a different special guest every night. I don't know if we're going to have a specific co-host as of yet. But for tonight, I have two special guests, and that is Liliardat and Asteria. Hello. Yes. Tonight, we're going to be talking about ARG Digest, why we decided to do it, what our personal inspirations behind it are, why we love ARG, and why we want to talk about it so much. For me personally, my passion in life is to tell, share, and experience detailed, quality, deep stories. And when I got onto YouTube, I started out looking into Umami's interface and just noticing the many layers within that story and from there I went to Dad Feels and then I realized in Dad Feels that there's not just the overarching story but there's this deeper more intense layer to it. You had all the stuff with the mystics and you had all the things with the dad bots doing things behind the scenes and I just got thinking well there's got to be some kind of genre that does this. this. This this can't be just something he did. I'm sure other people have done it and I just thought it was such an interesting way to convey a story in a way where you're not overcrowding the story itself. You're letting the story breathe while bringing in all these deeper elements as well. And from that, I actually ended up finding, uh, back then it wasn't called The World Reach, but I ended up finding REM Sleep. And from REM Sleep, I branched out into everything else and eventually made my way to Rees Rapture. And just from there, I was like, well, this is an awesome community. It's an awesome storytelling medium. And there's so few that know about it and so few that actually do it. But there's also this underground community that really wants to make things. They just, they love the art itself. They're inspired. They're inspiring. And the world needs them just as much as they need the world to see their work. So that that's what really made me want to start really delving into ARGs and focusing a part of my life, a part of my creative work, and a part of my Myself to the medium itself. So personally, when we were talking about making the magazine, of course it was, was Steer. You were the one that actually had the idea originally. But when we got talking about making the magazine, it just it clicked with me because now you've got a hub. I always wanted to make a hub, and I was going to do that with the readers' corner. But that kind of ended up being more so just um, updates and you know friend interaction things like that. But I know that there needed to be some kind of hub that people could go to, and not just a place that lists a bunch of ARGs, or lists everything they're doing, but something that really explains what they are on a deeper level. I mean, you could do it in dives as well, but I feel like there's already a lot of people who do dives and things like that and show it in a video format, but this is just, when you're reading, it's in your own mind. So there's an extra level to it that I feel was needed in the ARG community. Like, you can hand it to people who don't really go on the internet, too. So there's, like, that physical type of connection. I think that helps with older generations, maybe. Easily digested. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I know Austere and you had mentioned before was that it was amazing that this hadn't been done. There was this void. There, As far as we could tell, there was no ARG magazine had ever been really done in the way we were doing it. So, and like you, um, I had got into this. I had started making my own ARGs just for friends. Uh, my latest one is put it out into the wider community and like, like you said, I had met all these other people making them and the creativity was amazing. These smaller stories, you know, we don't just cover smaller ones, but cover big ones as well. But seeing all these people working so hard with like no budget or low budget or just whatever they have, even like big people like Game Pixels is still, you know, started out so DIY. To me, that's really inspiring. From that, I wanted to let people know more about these stories and these creators. And I had promoted a few people on my, my Twitter is very small. I don't have a lot of followers or anything, but I'd made a point of trying to promote other people's work. So this was to me, I fell in naturally to this, like, oh, wow, I can write a story or two, you know, every month helping promote these people, bringing this artwork to, to more and more people. Like Austere was saying, a magazine is something that people that are not on the internet can see and appreciate and 
you know, well, everyone's on the internet these days, but you know, people like us, we're really on the internet. <laughs> you know, we we're really intensely on it. Whereas somebody, you know, like an older person may not be, but could still really enjoy these stories. Well, the thing I really like about ARGs is that it's a living, breathing series. It's like the only time you can like interact with the characters as the story's going. And I thought I think that in itself is so fascinating. I mean, you watch, you know, regular shows on TV and everything, but it starts to grow and develop. And it also depends on how other people interact. So I think that's really yeah. powerful and cool. Yeah, it is interesting because you're not only putting the power into independent creators' hands and giving the power back to the people instead of just these name brand companies producing stories, but you're also giving a little bit of power and a little bit of creative input to the audience. And it's, it's interesting because now you've not just got an independent project, you've got an independent project, not only experience, but be a part of. It's, just, it's such an interesting medium. There's really nothing like it. Yeah, it's like video game in a series almost mashed together. That's like so cool. I mean, I think it even goes beyond that. I mean, in a video game, you still have limits. You've got preset inputs. When you're speaking to someone, you never really have a freedom. You've got maybe like 12 choices, or if you go a certain area, something will happen. If you choose to save someone, something will happen. But you can go beyond that even in an ARG because the, the writers are writing with you. You could actually change the world completely. It's like tabletop in a way that way. Yeah, it's almost like a D&D campaign, but mm. open source. My game is kind of like that more so. It's like part social experiment as well. So there's a lot of, you know, things in, that um, other people can impact it. Like even talking here in a way, it's almost hard for us to explain it properly. I think we're doing a good job, but the magazine, I think, helps bridge that gap to other people that aren't familiar. And also um, that it's made by artists, it's made by creators who get it. All of us have yeah. made ARGs and know what it takes to do them. And so to have artists also show art, I think there's a deeper understanding than things that are out there already. Well, a lot of these creators, they go by the algorithm. They're like, well, this series is very popular, therefore it's good. And they'll just kind of base their assumptions on that. We as artists know what is actually something that's true and raw and deep and, and powerful and we can see these smaller creators and know that they're on the level of these higher people and express why so the other people can see it because a lot of people will never see it because they'll never think it's something that's actually worth watching when it is having these bigger names in the magazine also helps because people you know know the big stuff and then they get to see other things that are out there as well. So if they're really into that, then they may be into the, all these other series. Yeah, I think it will be. It's like in the first issue. If you like Dad Feels, you may like these other ARGs we talked about. Because they are of a similar vein. And then in issue two, we're talking about Boivar. Uh, the things in it are also dark, kind of in that same vein. It, it's Because it's really hard to find ARGs or any web series that's similar to the ones you like. Like, it took me forever to find one that was on the same level as Umami. And then I ended up finding these other series that were on that level. So you've kind of got that same situation here. If you really like Boivar... You've, now you've got User 64342, you've got The Alphabet Monster, you've got all these other series that are really good and in that vein. It, it just really helps the community itself, it helps people looking for series, and it helps the series, of course. So it's just, it's a perfect balance, I feel like. That's a good feeling, too, I can say for me personally, to be able to get the word out on these. That always feels good. It's just good to show art because these people are so good at mm. these indie productions that, I mean, if you're just interested in films and, like, projects like artsy projects, you'll be interested in ARGs, at least some of them. My hope is that it branches out and reaches a lot more people than just people who want to play games, but also who are interested in urban art and things like that. And speaking of amazing projects that are very underviewed, 
especially in comparison to their quality. The Book of Oshpagop, it's just, it's so detailed. The artwork is so good. The animation is good. And it's on the level of these things that have millions of views. When I very first looked into it, it only had like... 50 subscribers, I think, something like that. It was very, very low, and I just, I couldn't believe it. Just, they, they deserve to have this exposure, so I'm, just, I'm happy that the people that deserve it can be seen by the people that want to see it. There's so many, so many of them, to be honest. In a lot of things like this, you eventually run out of content, but I really feel like with the creative sphere of ARG, not just ARG, ARG, Unfiction, Everything in that genre and subgenre, I feel like it's almost infinite. There's just so much creativity there, and you can just keep uncovering and keep discovering new series you love and expand your own horizons and get inspired to make your own series, and it's, it's beautiful. I don't think people realize how amazing it actually is. Well, my hope with the magazine, it's just easier for people to consume because the ARGs are, most of them, hard to follow. You really have to dig to get the story, and I think a lot of people don't have a lot of patience for that, so I'm hoping with this magazine, you, they kind of get like a summary of something that maybe they'll look into. Almost like a teaser trailer of sorts. Not not to that extent, but yeah. To be honest, that's, I was like very frustrated when I want to learn something about a series and there was like nothing to sum it up. It was just like something pinned to like a Discord or something, but there wasn't like, you could just Google it. Yeah. It's kind of frustrating for me. <laughs> And there are people in the communities that will that will do that. The archivists will make documents and stuff, but that's so hard to, to find. You have to know somebody to know where to find that document. Like Austere was saying, this is going to, and like you were saying, this is going to serve that niche really well, that need for people to find an entry point to these games. Like you said, the archivists are very important to ARG and the community as a whole. Same thing with these explain channels like uh, Nightmind, Nexpo, people like that. They are important and we need more channels like that. There really isn't enough. But the thing is, there are so many series, like we were saying, it'd be almost impossible yeah. to cover them all yeah. or have one person cover them all. Um, and I feel like the magazine will be able to reach more and be able to cover more. And the fact that it's a different medium as well, it isn't just, it isn't so redundant. And even if we do cover something that they covered as well, since we're not just taking it frame by frame, we're also putting in our observations and yeah. the feel of it. Like like you did with uh, Hiding in My Home. You really, really dug deep and you could just, you could feel the series, what it's going to be like to experience it. I think it'll keep getting better and hopefully it'll just reach a lot of people and ARGs become more mainstream especially with like back rooms things branching mm. out just like the horror genre maybe it'll get some of that audience as well i feel like this is the perfect time to have this magazine i feel like we're on the precipice of the possibility of arg becoming mainstream especially with back rooms and fnaf becoming mainstream and having movies coming out once people really start getting into these series and realizing what they are not just a scary story but the elements of storytelling and the background information the gameplay you're like whoa this is actually something really cool the only thing I have fear of is I hope that it doesn't become so mainstream that it becomes polluted and generic. Well, because so many ARGs that are covered, it's mostly analog, I think. That you just, you think, when you think ARG, you just, you think that. And what I like about the magazine is that we can show that's not just analog, that, that there's a bunch of other things. I mean, there's definitely a place for that. It's it's interesting, and there does need to be more than one series in that subgenre because you can expand on that so much. I mean, for some reason, I don't know why, but just the 70s and 80s are just so... And even into the 90s, the aesthetic is really good, but it's also eerie, uncanny. I know. Yeah. That's what I love about that. It's like, we have technology now that we can, you know, kind of mimic what, like, films were, like, in the big screen, just mm. in your room, basically. Kind of a nostalgic era right now 
I'm gonna ask you a question, see how y'all feel about this. Do you think that modern creativity's kind of hit a wall? It's kind of dropped the ball, it's lost its edge, lost its creative edge, and so we're kind of looking back now to try to find what's next? Like we Did we miss it somewhere? What's actually supposed to be the next creative step in art as it's evolving? I think that's possible. I think some things are stagnant, but I think when I think of like retro and nostalgia, I think a lot of that is just like people grieving in a way. I don't want to get negative, but a lot of stuff has been so awful, you know, with COVID, with the state of the world. It's just like, it's crushing a lot of people's hopes and dreams. They say, they told me this, I'm Generation X. They told me that my generation would be the first generation to not have the same standard of living as our folks. But millennials are like, they're even more constrained as far as like, as far as they've been able to go, as far as success. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of disillusionment going on. That's just one reason for all sorts of different reasons of how things are tough. So I feel like that's in a way, even though a lot of it is horror, I feel like it's therapeutic. And then for other people, you know, they're glad <laughs> things haven't, things have improved in a lot of ways. So they're glad that those days are gone. But um, I don't know, that's just for my thought. I, yeah, I do think some of the creativity is stagnant, but I also think that part of that is just like, it's part of the escapism, part of the, retreat and healing that people get out of media. Going back to like nostalgic things right now, like I was saying before, is that you don't need special equipment to get that same energy. So you can really do things at a lower budget or no budget to mimic that. And it's still good because it's hard to the high production value in certain things, but you can kind of mimic that past and still make it look high value. Like if you're aiming for low budget, then low budget is not a problem, you know? Yeah, I would say it's a good medium to cut your teeth on. Yeah, especially for people who want to start filming and doing videos and stuff. It's a great way to get people involved in your project or gather interest. Yeah, for sure. Because you can do so much with such a low budget. Just anybody can enter it. Yeah, like I had really little knowledge about ARGs when I made mine. And it was just three cameras. It was like a webcam and an old Kodak. And that's basically it. So anyone can really start. It just takes a person to be creative, I suppose. And I hope that people keep getting inspired and keep people that discover it will, will come out and try. Even if they don't succeed, it's still great to see. Exactly. And I'm going to kind of borrow a little bit from the interview I did with uh, Tin Tapes. Something that really caught my attention that he brought up. It was actually two parts. I'll, I'll talk about the first part first. But he said that the only way that you're going to become great is to start. Even if it sucks, it is going to suck. He said your first one most likely is going to suck. But that's not a problem. If you don't try and you don't fail you will never succeed you will never get there you'll never grow because until you start getting experience you can't become an amazing writer web series designer whatever you want to make so don't be afraid to fail even if you do i mean you might not you might start and you're just amazing from the get-go it happens but if you're not don't give up because you can get there i learned yeah. as i went like each video i learned a new technique and i'm still learning stuff so you just really just have to start and then the other thing he brought up, I'm going to kind of use this to segue into the next section, but when you are following an ARG, if you really, really love the series and you really want to help it more than watching it, more than sharing it, participate. Because that is the one thing that can completely kill an ARG if it doesn't have the interaction. Because since it is a game, since it does have that aspect of world building from both sides, if you're just lurking and just enjoying it as a viewer, it won't work out. It's not like a movie. You could do that with movies, fine. But you have to interact with ARG 
for it to really grow the way you want it to. So that's the best way to support an ARG. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. I mean, if you don't have players right away, like I didn't have players until like eighth video or something, you still can make a series. I mean, you have to put like a plant to progress it, but it's still possible. So even don't feel discouraged if you don't have players like off the bat, because most yeah. of the time you really don't. Someone had said like there's the the ratio of players to lurkers to the people, the deep divers, they get really into it. And that was always interesting. And that can be, you know, I hope people do take the, the lurkers do take that advice and get more involved, but that can be a comfort to somebody who's struggling hard with their energy and they're not getting the interaction they want that you do have the chances that you have far more lurkers and players is pretty high. So somebody is watching and enjoying, they just don't, they're too shy or they don't know what to do, or they just want to watch or whatever. I've heard that advice given out before. And I thought that was really comforting to somebody, to a creative person trying to get their series going that you have lurkers. Somebody is watching and enjoying, even if you don't hear from them. And another thing is the lurkers, you, you have so much power. You don't even realize you could be the one that sparks this entire series because back at the very beginning of the Mandela catalog, it was going very, very slowly. I remember it was stuck at like a hundred and something uh, subscribers for a long time. And it's just a few lurkers decided to start participating and the Mandela catalog blew up. Another thing I really like about ARGs and unfiction in general is the definition is cloudy in a way. I don't know, this, I, this might be controversial, but I feel like it can be almost anything. I feel like it's too young to be nailed down to any specific trace. Not any specific, I'm sure there are some, but I feel like it can be, it can be almost anything in the world that you can think of. Yeah, it really can. As long as it has an interaction, it can be anywhere from Cicada 3301 and Binary Moon to something like uh, Dadfills or Phobos where there's just a little bit of interaction, but it's in there, but you're also changing the world just by being there and talking to the characters. And like in Ree's Rapture as well, when you're talking with Ree, I mean, when, when you communicate with them, the decisions that are made in the story are made through them. And even though there's not a whole lot of codes and things like that, you're still getting that gameplay interaction that changes the world. And that's the most important part. Now you can go on the other side, like Cicada, of course, Cicada ended up being something totally different, but you know, that type of ARG and just do the codes and just do that kind of interaction and get your secret story in the background. But the fact that it moves the story along in doing so, and there's someone in the background that is interacting with you and you're interacting with to move the story along is what makes it an ARG or an unfiction because you're, you're part of the world. That's the big difference. Yeah, hmm. alternate reality. I think that's so cool. I mean, even in unfiction, it's it's there. It's not to the same extent because there's a set story and you're changing some factors as you go. And the story's still going to play out the way it's going to play out. But I mean, in a true ARG, well, quote unquote true ARG, let's, let's just say on a hardcore ARG where everything is dictated by user interaction. No matter what level you are, you're still in the ARG mm -hmm. scope. Mm -hmm. Unfiction is still in the ARG scope. It might not be quote unquote true ARG, but it is still in that in that spectrum so like you were saying it, it's it's so new still and we don't know the bounds of the spectrum yet yeah. it's really you can't like you said you can't nail it down yet you you can't it's impossible It'd be great for like people who have like me like who just went into it not really knowing that much like trends or anything just doing what you feel is right and then you get a little bit of a new twist to inspire others and they get to see that oh i could do it like this you know so that's yeah. cool so i hope people just just try i just feel like there's going to be so much so many cool things that are going to come out say the next 
decade, for the next seven years of this decade. I just feel like there's going to be so many innovations and cool new things that people haven't thought of. Well, that's what I think of the magazine. I'm like, why haven't people thought of this before? But more in the actual game making, like, I would have never thought of that. I really have a lot of faith and hope that there's going to be this genre is going to just like film or any other artistic genre, it will expand just exponentially. It's just going to keep going and going and just be amazing. I'm waiting to be, I'm anticipating being amazed by all these artists and what they're going to make. Didn't really know hardly anything about ARGs when I started making them just for, you know, just for a small group of friends to play. And I've learned and seen so much since then, unique and amazing and just the different tones, you know, like serious horror to comedy, to heartfelt drama, to, you know, romance, anything you think of. These are, and even that, this, this sounds so flat because it has so much more vibrancy to these genres when you're living it, when you're inside that world. It is like a video game and a tabletop game and a movie and a TV show and a book it all together at once. It's just amazing. This is going to sound pretentious, but it really is the ultimate medium, the ultimate genre. It is. Like for me, I use so many types of things in it. You can do whatever. I mean, actually, like gorillas is not really talked about as an ARG. It absolutely is. <laughs> Until Grant had pointed it out in his videos. I had no idea that there was all that lore and stuff behind it. I thought it was just a band with like cartoon avatars. Breathing people. Yeah. yeah. They are. You can interact with them. And things you do, things the fans do, actually just change the world. And, and nobody thinks of them as being an ARG, but it's such a perfect connection. And it's just, it's wild. <laughs> it's wild that they were kind of the pioneers of this genre in a way. I think so. Yeah. Looking back, like, before the puzzle things happened, this was going on. I mean, them getting, like, interact with Madonna and MTV and doing live performance, that was so beyond its time. Uh, speaking of new innovations in this genre and in uh, the creative sphere as a whole. Relived Eternally was actually really inspiring to me. It opened my eyes to a lot of possibilities because before I had considered having like, um, now this is going to be a term, this can be a grant term. This is not a term that anybody else in the world uses, but a, uh, <laughs> a stained glass interpretation video. And what I mean by that is there's a whole lot of layers that represent things and there's a lot of really beautiful effects that really make the scenes feel alive even if it's not fully animated and i never really thought about that being in such a key tool and really being able to tell broad stories in arg I, I thought about you know telling reading stories and having like you know the figures running around having some things going on have different scenes but just the way that it's framed the way that it breathes life into it and not only feels like it's representing these people, but feels almost like we're seeing a different version of a recording. Instead of being recorded with video or being recorded with still frames or audio, it's almost like we're seeing the spiritual representations of things. And from that, I had a lot of ideas that hadn't even crossed my mind at all. Oh, thank you. When I'm making that, like a lot of it is just based so much in emotion. You've got the ancient religion and the mythology, and I really wanted to tap into the, the pain of these ancient gods and you know the stories are often the myths are often tragic right they die they're overthrown their children are slaughtered they slaughter their own children so i really wanted that i wanted you to feel for these beings so as far as the stained glass i didn't film very much for this i didn't really film anything it's all still images and so much of it i gotta be honest the music does a lot of heavy lifting <laughs> But thank you. If I had to describe it, I would say that there are emotional murals that you don't just experience, but you actually live through. You get to be put into the God's shoes from an emotional aspect, which is interesting. 
because most of the time you get put into their stories, you get put into their, uh, their mythologies, but you don't actually get to see what that would be like to actually have to live through that. And I feel like you really opened that portion of the story. It's fresh and it's interesting. Thank you. Well, I think there was an anime that really inspired me for this, uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena, that I watched in my early 20s that just hit me like a ton of breaks. Like, it starts off very traditional. It's just like, there's a fight every episode, a sword fight, this, that, the other thing. But when it gets to the end, it's really, a lot of people consider it one of the best animes ever. I don't know if anyone's ever seen it, but go out and see it. But that emotion, and I use the music from that series a lot. I really wanted to capture that sort of. I remember when I was in college, we had seen Apocalypse Now, which is just a really heavy, you know, dark movie. So after I had seen that, I just, you know, went back to my dorm and I just sat and thought, it hit you that hard. You just go and think about it. For whatever reason, you know, it hit me like that. And it was the same things that people are feeling and uh, dealing with now with uh, nostalgia. It's something you've lost, a painful feeling of loss. So there's that definitely comes through in the themes and the emotions. And I feel like that is what a lot of people are feeling with these retro things. Is there feeling, even people, young people that weren't there, they weren't there in the 80s, you know, there's stranger things and all that, but I think that there's something else people are tapping into that spiritual nature of things that they can tell that the things that were here before that are no longer here, opportunities that are gone, that are lost, and that kind of, and you know, not that it's all gloom and doom, there's hope and humor and stuff too, but that those feelings and those, um, I don't know, to me, that's what what helps me make get into that mood and make those videos. I feel like a lot of people are deprived of feeling emotion. It seems I don't know, like they, like like they're like they're not allowed to, or or they just haven't been experienced a series that really touches them or something. Oh yeah, it's like they've never felt anything before. <laughs> it's like where has everyone been? So it's yeah, great maybe. to have that in ARGs. Engaging in characters and being part of the world does touch you in a, like a more realistic manner too, I suppose. Yeah, even though you know it's not real, you can't help it. It's just yeah. like you forget. You get into it and you forget it's not real in a way. The, the person becomes, in the moment at least, they're a real person to you. Like even you and I, when we would do like uh, our crossover stuff, when Namu and Ri... Like we would talk in DMs a little bit to do stuff, but mostly it was improv. So it was like, when I'm talking to Ree, it's not like I'm talking to you. And it's like, yeah. even, the, even even to us, it wasn't like that. Or to me anyway. I was talking it's to like Ree. his own entity. Yeah. yeah. I even had that same experiences with uh, Ara and Hootie. Back when we were doing my ARG, the people would talk to Hootie and Ara, and then they would talk to me. They'd be like, could I ask Hootie a question? Could you have him come back real quick? And I'm like, but that's, that's still me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> It is strange. It is strange for the creator, I think, in that regard. It's like, you're a vessel for this this life form, almost. Well, I definitely think that's part of it, but I think it also goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning with the stagnation of modern media. I think a lot of it is they felt what the media has felt for so long. They're stuck in these little boxes. And so anything outside of that is just like overwhelming emotion because they've never felt it. They've been almost sheltered and forced to feel a certain way. And ARG is breaking the heck out of that box. I'm looking forward to more series that, that do more emotional things instead of just stagnant noises and mysterious things all the time. But to have emotion and feeling too. Definitely think there will be. 
I know a few projects that they're really going to delve into some emotional avenues that really have not been blazed at all. Like I said earlier, I definitely have high hopes for the whole genre and for all the creative people out there. I hope that you all were able to, um, you, the audience, were able to kind of grasp why we wanted to make the magazine, where we're coming from, from all that, because, I mean, that was, there was a lot to it. (laughs) Our reasons are not simple, but I hope you can at least grasp where we're coming from now. I just want to thank you both for bringing me on as a writer, and uh, thank the people out there who have been following and playing these games and making these games. Thank you all very much. You're making the world a better place. Not to be too dramatic, but it's, it's beautiful what's going on. If it wasn't for a lot of people, I would quit. <laughs> Just to know that people really get it and also are inspired by what you do keeps me going and wanting to do more. So, yeah, I want to thank everyone out there too. And now I'm going to be super dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to thank everyone who got me into the ARG scene, away from what I had started with, with just basically talking about movies, reviewing movies and things I liked. Because if I wouldn't have got into the ARG scene, I never would have made the GPR ARG. I never would have untangled myself from that really broken place, from that depression, and I probably would have been dead now. So I thank you for saving my life because you all did. You absolutely did. Slow clapping in my head. <laughs> I, I don't know if, I don't know what to say. But yeah, that's powerful. It's amazing what a love of something can do for, for your for your life. Yeah, and like you make something and it also changes other people's lives, which is something that I don't really think about. In doing yeah. my own thing, it really changed others and they're so grateful. Yeah. It's crazy. That's true. There's a two-way street because I've had a couple of players say how wonderful it is, you know, to and they thank me up and down. And I'm like, no, thank you, you know, for definitely glad you're here, Grant. I'm very grateful. Glad to be here. Glad you all are here too. <laughs> Steer can go straight to hell. No, just <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something snarky. I was like, <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to the Flat Cap Recap. I enjoyed having you all here today. And as always, I am your host, Grant Reeds. And I'm Lily Ardat. And Austeria. And I'll catch you in the next one. Y'all have a great evening.